This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Ooh, Ooh. girl. Ooh. It's a tightest snatch in her story. They Ooh. dipped this in apple cider vinegar, honey. Ooh, speak for yourself. Oh. 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 <laughs> this week, it's season five snatch game. It's season well, six, it's isn't it? Season six, but go off. Uh, work this outline. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Jocelyn and Courtney should have switched Fran Fine for Girl. Teresa Gudice? Did Trinity skip a whole answer just to skip her, change her wig? Is Dela a genius? Courtney Act, we thought your Fran was just fine. You're safe. Um, did Bianca say baloney? Well, we can't take to, we can't, we can't you wait can't to take t- this. Honey. We can't wait for you to take this incredible episode of Drag Race and put it in your ears and listen to our discussions, dissections, and disseminations on Race Chaser. Classic. Get into it. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser. Classic, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning! My name's Alaska, what's yours? Hello, I'm Willem, and I live in London now. Honey, we are we are young, we are hung, and we clearly march to the beat of our own drum over here. Honey, I saw that Austin Young performance piece with Laganja in it, and she is right about all those things. <laughs> Shit's getting gaggy! Do you, do you, you, first of all, your hair looks so beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So beachy. Just I like, beachy. I like your shorn locks. Uh, she's, Thank you. She's uh, locked, and, locked and lovely. Locked and lovely. We love. I'm, I'm very Demi Lovato with my drag today. I'm oh, see, I was very... thinking Demi Moore uh, in G.I. Jane. Because <laughs> we know you got those bolt-ons, those good over the muscles. G.I. <laughs> Jane. G.I. Jugs. G.I. It's a really good movie. G.I. Jane and Striptease is a great one, too, because it's called Annie Lennox. That's the one. But anyway, last week on Drag Race, um, there was a Mm -hmm. wonderful mini challenge, which nobody could see because it's now offensive. Or Mm -hmm. I guess it was offensive then, too, but now we realize it was now that we're done laughing at it. Um, Team Adore and Team Milk staged two acts of shade, the Rusical, and it featured the vocal stylings of two former Idol contestants and Jajajajia Gun. Uh, we are the comedy queen. queen. They're all full of beans. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, the runway was Tony Award Glamour, and Courtney took home a well-deserved win. The bottom two found Trinity K. Bonet and April Carry On lip-syncing to the infamous Seed Song by Shaka Khan. Trinity showed the girls what she could do when April hit the house, and uh, every woman was pleased. Um, We have a little intel from last week's note about the mini-challenge. It's from William. He wanted us to to know... William with an extra eye. It's just Mm -hmm. a little... (laughs) Hello, distinguished panel of podcasters and media moguls. I have some premium intel here for you. The season six episode four mini challenge aired, but was cut due to its transphobic comment. It was called female or female, where contestants had to guess from close-ups whether the person in the picture was a psychological woman or a biological woman. Please note quotation marks around those terms as I am generally disgusted by RuPaul said that in retrospect. The challenge had some highlights of Bianca reading detox for having all that surgery but keeping her nose, but overall distastefully sexist towards women and horrendously transphobic. 
The idea of wow. conflating what a woman should look like and how some women allegedly fall short of that is sexist. To then make direct comparisons to trans women's with this ranking of womanhood being just as about how feminine someone looks seems entirely regressive and a classic example of where the show fell short of the progressive standards of the LGBT community should hold them to. For Thank you for our podcast. And Willem, I'm going to try and come see your show in London next month. I'm a massive fan since your seminal performance on Boston Public. Love, Willem. <laughs> Well, William does anyone nice. come up? Does anyone come up to you at um, DragCon and say, "Oh my god, oh my god, will you sign my Boston Public DVD?" <laughs> um, I, I have, I have signed an eight by ten, and I was like, "Where did you get this picture?" And somebody printed out a Boston Public still at DragCon, and I was, and they, they were like not joking with me or kikiing. They just wanted me to sign it, and I was like, "You seem funnier than what you're like in person right now." <laughs> And I was like, are you not here for me? Are you just collecting like autographs from everybody? And it's like the worst pictures you could find. What is your deal? What is your damage, Heather? I'm um, going to Jacqueline Smith's house after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I worked with her. Oh, I thought she was on Boston Public. No, Jacqueline Smith was my attorney on the district for two episodes. Oh, and the they dist. told me not to speak to her. Right, yes, it is. She she Lisa Rinnard you right out of the right out of the dressing room. Honey, I got Rinnard. Um how <laughs> You've been Rinnard. Um that's uh that's very interesting intel. That certainly explains it. Um and I'm glad that they've redacted it. This was a thing that used to fucking happen on TV all the time. I mean, if you used to turn on Jerry Springer, any daytime TV show, this was commonplace. And I'm glad that, like, we know better now. Now, who are you um, calling that, common? That's, that's, <laughs> Self-indulgent. Self-absorbed podcasters. <laughs> um, but thank you for sharing that, William. That is, um, that's good intel. And uh, thank you for letting us know. Um, thank you. Tell the intel. This episode, I mean, season six, this episode is um, episode five, and I can't believe, well, I'm not going to give away the ending, but I, uh, this, <laughs> let's just say this is, um, this is the unofficial ending of season six, okay, as far as I'm concerned, oh. um, because of how it ends, but um, we get a oh. lipstick, we get a lipstick message from April, love you girls, Aisha Palante, see you soon, April. Now Seems- why the fuck, why hasn't April carry on been back for All Stars? I was just gonna say, she was wrong, see you soon is not true, because she hasn't been on All Stars, they've done six fucking seasons, I mean, she could have done five of them, and they haven't asked her, she's beauty, she's grace. She's she from does. the United States. Maybe she um, doesn't want to. Maybe why she's wouldn't like, she? Fuck you guys. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I, I, I could see that happening. They'd probably try to make her play a, a butch lesbian or something. <laughs> um, don't play butch. They, sw- they swindled her. They, she, they, she got swindled on the show. Um, and maybe she doesn't want to come back. I don't know. But I, w- I would rather see her than some of the girls that I know for a fact have been on because I watched them um, troll about. Uh, and then some of the future. I I really think April deserves another chance. She's so beautiful. And working with her, I worked with her in Mexico, and she did this number, and I was like, I don't want to go after her. Right. She turns it. Yeah, she's amazing. I thought she was on a lazy Susan. That's how much she was turning. She She was an active Suzanne. She wasn't even a lazy Susan. Right. Yeah, it's very active. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but this episode's great. Um. The divas at the beginning of the episode are celebrating Trinity's lip syncing abilities. And I think this is the first time they've seen her do something that was like, other than get dressed and put makeup on and hair, which she can do lovely. This is the first time that they've seen her at her full capability at what she does best, which is lip syncing and performing. She's a wonderful entertainer once she's on stage and she knows all eyes are on her. Absolutely. And she crushed that lip sync. Um, On the other hand, Darian is Modisha Jenkins. She is not having it for Milk's fashion. No, she um, said they're playing checkers, and we're in the we're in the major leagues, honey. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I just don't get it. What this is, but I mean, that's you know, that's what Milk does. Milk is doing drag for the purposes of pushing that boundary of what is drag and what is acceptable drag, as we will see later in this episode. 
Um, Adore wants to go check in on Laganja because the Laganja is still. You know, some shit went down in Untucked when they show a clip of Untucked on the actual next episode when they're like referencing it in the in the story. Laganja's like they took my moment, and I'm still mad. Um, that was my moment. I I I get what she's saying. She was a younger, different person then, and she was being withheld the the medicine that she uses to cope with her day to day. She couldn't have weed, and like that Could turned you, you into a different person. And when they were when producers were allowing other contestants to have weed, that's kind of fucked up, you know. We know that Adore was allowed weed by uh, Mish. Mish gave her weed, um, and I think that they were bamboozling the contestants with. In an, in a scope that was outside the show, you know. Wait, Laganja wasn't allowed weed. Nope. They wouldn't let her. The, that's like saying, even though it's California and she had her prescription and everything for that, they wouldn't allow it. But other girls did get what? smoke from the producers, and that is a verified the, fact. The produce this, what? you know, you know that the, there's a couple producers that like to play favorite and collect the dolls and and try to get in on them, and that's why people are usually nice to them and are their friends because they want to get on the show. After that, you don't have to like them or pretend. Um, but they withheld weed from Laganja for sure, and they that's gave it to like, other contestants. That's like a psychological like. That's like saying you can't have um, Prozac. You can't have your. I mean, you can't have Lexapro. You should use pro, you should use Prozade. <laughs> I've seen your brows. Stick all them stones. Yeah, honey. Stick, stick on all them stones. stones because they're falling off all over the stage. <laughs> if I crunch on one more AB China stone, ladies. And I can tell the crunch. I can tell when the cra- the glass is <laughs> the crystal is glass or the the crystal is plastic. Honey, that was a hot fix. I, I could tell that one over there was hot fix. Um, need help packing? Beat it. Ganja needed a hot waiting. fix. She needed she needed something she in her pocket. And she would have calmed that, down. She would have been fine. I'm sure that would have rolled off her back because queens interrupt each other. It's what we do. It's called podcasting. Um and Bianca and all the girls were <laughs> interrupting and talking over her, and they had just been called safe. And, you know, they watched their, their little movie from the parents, and it was nice. But at the end of the day, emotions are for ugly people. And they kept pumping and they kept like doing what drag queens do, which is and Ganja yeah. feels some sort of way about it. And she proceeds to tell Adora about it. She said, this was my moment and they took it. But yeah. I don't know how anybody's going to be able to take your moment when you got a whole fucking bird on your head. It was still your moment, well, Ganja. She looks great. She is that bird. <sighs> well, Laganja's feeling better than She's about to flip day. the bird with Bianca. Right, because they walk into the workroom. Gia and Laganja are sissy that walk, voguing into the workroom. Laganja is in a full look. Full. Um, she's wearing the pot holder on her head. Um, the she she's wearing there a black was lip. Right, exactly. Um, she's got a full look put together. Bianca is mad. <laughs> Bianca is mad because her look is basic. Um, Bianca hates youth and beauty, um, <laughs> and so she's very angry. Youth, beauty, and energy. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of anybody who's uh, just above lackadaisical. <laughs> um, she, and Lagaja says famously, "Well, I'm young and hung, and clearly marched to the sound of my own drum. So props to you, Mama." I mean, she. Are we, are, she's can, mistaking can, Bianca's mother for um, a properties master. And Bianca's mother does not work in the theater. Um, So I understand Bianca's confusion. Uh, Yeah, Bianca's mom. Yeah, Bianca works in the theater as a costume, uh, costume, you know, designer. And and her mother is the prop master. (laughs) Her daddy was a was a a gaffer. Yes. Daddy was Uh, a gaffer. <laughs> well, we're gonna do some gaffing and take a break really quick because my will you hold my it t- back while I tape it because <laughs> I need to get my gaff together. I don't want to pull my nails off. Hold it back and I'll tape. No, I'll hold it back and you tape. <laughs> Dipper, will you grab a side? Will grab the other end. Oh shit! Will you hold my hole open while they tape it in there? <laughs> oh, I want it really tight. God. I want a snatch pussy. <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to no code it or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. And we are back. <laughs> the video messages calling all basic racers, calling all the basic racers. There's a new announcement. You're basic. And ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, this is a Lohanthony thing. You could, this is, yeah. uh, Lohanthony is now a Christian straight man. Oh. Um, so I'm not sure he renounces this, but much like they renounced the original, um, you've got beep, beep, right. mail. Um, Rue is popping into the workroom. Tell us that the main challenge is what you already know. Snatch game. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, of course, we're going through all the drama and excitement. All the queens are really feeling the pressure of what they're going to do on Snatch Game. This is the number one most anticipated challenge of the season. Uh, Dela says, I don't. I just don't, I don't, I don't know how to do impersonations. I I hope I do. Ugh, I hope I do. Okay. <laughs> impersonations are not part of something what I do, she says. And right. this is, this is one of the moments where I'm like, honey, you've seen this show and you are giving them your own misdirect. You're not, you're not a silly little girl. You write whole plays. She has a cat. She knows what she's doing. She knows she was going to knock it out of the park. And as we've said before, it's always better to downplay your strengths rather Tell than milk that rather than to go in and say, "No, I'm amazing at impressions. I do impressions every day. I get flown around the world doing impressions. I, I, I people pay top dollar to see my impressions. You don't want to walk in the door saying that to a camera crew. Laganja is is giving us <laughs> this pro tip. She says, when doing an impression, you not only need to look like the person, but speak in their voice as well. They really had to get that sound bite for us. Honestly, and she gave told, it to them with vim and vigor. They did. I bet they told, we need to get, we really need to get a clean one from you on this, Ganja. Can you give us a really, can you just give us one more? What is an impression, Laganja? <laughs> Define. And- an impression. Contestant number 42. Oh, wait, start over. Please say an impression is. Yeah, you need to restate. Thank you. <laughs> they did. And rolling. Uh, um, Bianca. Bianca is doing Judge Judy. Um, and she has no idea that RuPaul loves Judge Judy. As we know from uh, Bianca Bite. That uh, Bianca originally auditioned with Dora the Explorer, but that was not allowed. Um, and Courtney says this is the first time she sees Bianca a little flustered. This is the first and probably second to last time we see Courtney speak on this episode. She's, she's only seen three times this episode. You're right. Three. And most of them are non-vocal, which is my favorite kind of Courtney. Oh, my God. Um, quiet and quiet and beautiful. Do um, 
is is Bianca pissing on our leg and telling us it's raining? Do you think she really had no idea that RuPaul loves Judge Judy and it's her number um, one thing? I I believe that Ru- that Bianca did not watch the show as much as some of the other girls. I know she'd seen it, but I'm guessing she probably didn't know that RuPaul loved Judge Judy. I mean, it seemed honest. I don't see I don't see Bianca reading Ru's biography. Oh, I think she did. I mean, she, she reads she a lot can, of books. She thinks she's read all those books. No, Have they're costume that books. Have you seen when she's, pictures, on a Zoom meet, when she's on a Zoom meeting? She's got a thousand books in the bookshelves. No, those in are all fake. And it's secret, no, it's secret passageways. You pull one and then there's dead bodies under there of ugly queens that she killed. You pull the diva Corey. rules out of the, out of the shelf. That's and the And Michelle's lever. breast implants fall from the ceiling. Um, I, I, I don't know, but I'm, I, I take... Everything that she says is truth because she always has the best gossip and it's true. Um, Every but, word, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, gospel truth. Um, Ru- okay, so RuPaul comes through for the walkthrough. Um, we get to talk to a door who's doing Anna Nicole. And if I ever did an album, I would want this guy to produce it because he's a freaking genius. <laughs> She's so this, fucking good. This was great. Um, Rue says that she knows Anna Nicole, so the pressure is on for her for sure. Um, I I did the Anna Nicole show, and I'd, I'd like to verify that Anna Nicole was very much like this Adore Oppression in person. Wow. Like, just out of it. So yeah. filled up that she was in a wheelchair, even though her, I think her arm was broken. But I was like, <sighs> how can you not walk if your arm's broken? She was out of it, and they propped her up. I was, I worked with her twice, wow. and I was each time. The second time was worse than the first, and I was like, oh, you're not even a fun, you're not even a fun party girl right now. Now you're just looted, and they're propping you up. Right. Damn. Which, um, you know, That's reality sad. TV. Yeah. Um, Dela tells RuPaul that he's doing, or that she's doing Maggie Smith from mm-hmm. Downton Abbey. Yes. Um, and Ru wants to know how will it be funny? <laughs> yeah, I don't really see that for you. Um, what's your other choice? And the the of course the other choice is always <laughs> Alyssa Edwards. Oh, honey, um, <laughs> back back in the good old days when you were allowed to do Ru girl characters. You it's can't a, do them anymore, huh? No, it's a new like thing they put in the application. They're like, do not submit Rue Girl impressions for Snatch Game. It started a few seasons ago. If I ever get on it, I'm gonna do uh Mandy Coos. <laughs> Look at that. It's like Candy Muse, but upside down. And <laughs> with just a coos dripping with like little eyes on it. Mandy Coos. <laughs> Mandy Coos. Uh, Mandy Coos. Do you think Ben really could, couldn't do a, a English accent, or was he also she also misdirecting? Well, uh, she's a theater girl, and you're not telling me that she never auditioned for Oliver Twist. No, I mean she clearly knows how to do. Like she clearly knows how to do. A, she well, she says she doesn't. She doesn't know if she could do an English accent. Quote: She is producing this whole episode a little, but I also think sometimes the best, you know, impressions are like you, you're you're. You're less about like, oh, I'm going to do a perfectly executed English accent rather than just like, I'm going to be funny and kind of hopefully it comes out. Honey, the only place I leave a good impression is on a Helix mattress, okay? (laughs) Ding! Do I see sunlight in your London flat? Oh my God, the (gasps) the sun is bright, the dick was right. And honey, it ain't tight no more. It's been a good bank holiday. We've been banking heavily on the bank holiday. (laughs) You've been banking on your holiday. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you you should see what the bank holiday left in my... um, Safe deposit box. (laughs) I was trying to say tank holiday, what rhymes with holiday, but I couldn't... Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) There's a moment where where RuPaul has... um, a conversation with Ganja where Ganja does her Rachel Zoe character. It it has all like the elements I feel like of Rachel Zoe, but without like the the raisin face and like the disdain. 
Because Rachel Zoe doesn't have energy, and Ganja naturally has energy. She has a brightness and a lightness to her. Yes. And Rachel Zoe's more down here, just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. She right. sounds like everything, like, she's trying to, like, get, like, a pussy fart out or, oh. like, something out of her teeth. Like, okay. uh, uh, there's a lot of, like, little vocal nuances Rachel Zoe has and, like, ticks and, like, mm. just disdainful looks that Ganja doesn't have in the repertoire that she's presented so far. And Rue is... You know, already planning. Oh, okay, so this girl's going to be in the bottom for sure. Literally. Yeah. Uh, I literally know nothing about Rachel Zoe. I, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup, honestly. You um, couldn't now anyway, because with her facelift, she doesn't look like herself anymore. She looks beautiful. <laughs> like, the nasia label folds that she was known for, the that California Raisin line, they're gone. She's like... Heard it through the grapevine. Okay, Milk and Rue uh, have a rocky conversation about her plans to do Julia Child. And Milk says, well, well, I'd rather you have low expectations so I can blow you away. <laughs> and Milk also insults RuPaul. She says, well, have you seen Snatch Game? And, and Milk says, what show? Like, never joke to RuPaul. You know she has no sense of humor about her her own career. You can't joke that you've never seen the show. You're not allowed. She's the only one that's allowed to joke about herself. You're not. Unless well, you're super funny. Or Coco yeah, Montrese. It, it was almost like a do I have something on my face kind of moment. It was almost yeah. like RuPaul was like, I'm going to fucking smack this child. Um, It was a Rocky conversation. Milk would have done better playing Rocky from Mask, honestly. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. Rocky, don't Her- drive. <laughs> how many times, how many blackouts, how many times have I held your hair back while you threw up everything but your memories? That was the wrong share movie, ma'am. Oh, see, oh my God. Oh, I'm There's so more than one share oh, movie. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Um, uh, <laughs> But I, I just don't think that uh, this is a... It's never a good idea to to um, to joke about somebody's show or try to joke when they're right there in front of you and you guys aren't friends. She doesn't like you. Well, it, she's not it, your friend. You work for her on her show. And if you're not hilarious, don't try to crack jokes on her tenure. You right. know, and I think it could have gone different if Milk was giving what RuPaul was asking for, but Milk was just withholding and and not really like giving the the beats that they were trying to get from this. So yeah. if it was like if you did the character and the character read the show, that would have been really funny. Different. Yes, honestly. It, it was all different. in the, it was all in the presentation and this one didn't work. Um they didn't show Courtney so we can't trash her but it probably went bad. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Rue probably said something in Australia and Courtney was like, oh, yeah, you, okay. Dog's um, your uncle. <laughs> hey, and Sheena. Yeah. Dog's your uncle. <laughs> dog's dinner. Dog's lunch, too. <laughs> you don't want uh, to look like the dog's dinner. Uh, <laughs> RuPaul is very excited to see Bianca's Judge Judy and the heat gets turned up when she says, I love Judge Judy and I've seen every single episode. And Bianca's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, continuing um, down that shit storm, uh, Gia Gunn uh, has her Selena outfit all picked out on the mannequin. Um <laughs> She thinks it's going to be funny because Selena cracked a few jokes here and there. Quintanilla. But RuPaul is not having it. She even gives her a line of uh, her Selena impression. And she doesn't choose to say anything funny. She just says, hello, something, something, Do you have something any questions? French. <laughs> Hola, ¿tiene preguntas? Um, I would have, I wish I could go back in time and do a sliding doors moment and see Gia Gunn do Selena. I think it would have been sickening. I think she would have went with her gut. She would have been fierce. There's a little Selena in all of us. I mean, Sonique Selena is so good. Her and like, you never expect it. But like, there's a there's a little Quintanilla in all of us. See, Um, why don't we take a break and we'll be... We'll be right back. Baila esta cumbia. 
She um she cracked a few jokes here and there. Um bitty bitty. Um Bomb what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say about Selena? She loved pizza and got shot by Yolanda. <laughs> Honestly, one of the best offhand comments from Adore this Adore. season is about so is funny. about that. Um, but I I think Gia made an okay decision switching to Kim K because I don't feel like her Selena would have been amazing anyway. Right. Um, so it's fine, I guess. I think. I don't know what what to think, but I would have loved to see Gia take a bigger risk as Selena, yes, and fail equally instead of this or worse, right? Because even Gia said herself, it's like Kim K is sort of like a safer choice, which yeah. is just sort of like a blank canvas. Like I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you would make Kim Kardashian funny, and I know later they suggest that she could have started every sentence with the letter K, but I really don't know how that would have worked out in the realm of reality. I mean, they're critiquing uh, her like hindsight's twenty twenty, and they don't know shit, you know? <laughs> every answer could start with K. Like, that That I could see happening. Maybe that's what they meant. And we know Gia loves K. Oh, my Let's God. just say that. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was a good pageant. Well, um, we're continuing down the K hole here. Um, Courtney is go- Courtney with a C um, is doing Courtney Fran- with a K goes <laughs> is doing Fran Drescia. Darian is doing Paula Dean. Jocelyn is Teresa Giudice, and Trinity is Nicki Minaj. Yeah, these snatch game contestants are Gillian Jacobs mm-hmm. and Heather McDonald, and. Jocelyn does take umbrage with Courtney's Fran Drescher and says, I can do a better Fran, fine. <laughs> and then she does it in the interview chair. And uh, Mr. I, I think it is better. It's definitely <laughs> more Fran. Um, Courtney's is, Courtney looks beautiful. I love her in dark hair. Yeah, she looks perfect. And I bet she was funny. I mean, her, the little bits we saw, which was very little. <laughs> <laughs> she was very funny. Uh, she knew how to hold it down, which is ne- really, you know. They never even do. let Darian get a full answer in, did they? But her one-ups were so funny. Were Darian Lake was like, she she almost could have won this, I thought. Like, her, she had a one-up on everybody. I could like, really go for a fried bologna sandwich right now. Like two rats <laughs> fucking in a wool sock. Who is here? She she was hilarious. I would have liked to see like the actual snatch game instead of the snatch edit because like to not <laughs> right. let at least every character answer one question I think is a disservice. Like it, we see your fingerprints all over the editing. Show us the damn show. Show us what happened, not what you want us to see. What we think what happened or whatever. Well, know? the truth Ooh. is you don't want to see the full show because it's about fucking three hours long. It's the most boring, dreadful shooting day ever. Snatch Game is dreadful. It's it's so weird. You're fucking doing comedy with no audience. No one is. I mean, the cameramen were laughing, luckily, sometimes. And then you go down the line and six girls are just floundering and there's no audience to go off of. It's about fucking it's it's like a it's a very long, dreadful day of shooting. But honey, release the footage. World flounder, of Wonder release the and footage. Sebastian, honey. <laughs> some of them were crabby about being failures too. Um <laughs> Dela Dela, I think is is this the first is this where the uh RuPaul's drag race got the RuPaul? I reinvented the language. (laughs) That was a good one up. This is that Ben or Dela is a perfect example of just existing in the character, listening and responding, because that's when you, you know, uh, sit, citrus. What a, what a, a libation. What a wild idea. I've never heard of anything so absurd. Um, Bianca is taking this opportunity to get all the stuff 
out that she can't say as Bianca. She channels it through Judge Judy, which is shockingly very similar to Bianca Del Rio. She first interrupts uh, Laganja, and then she Mm. yells, Mm. I'm talking! (laughs) In the same (laughs) sentence that she interrupted her. When it was Laganja's turn to answer, um, I... I, I like a girl Ooh. who will switch the narrative and be so convinced that it is true. Everyone else around will believe it. Um, and she has a gavel, which will shut anybody up. That helps. Bianca yeah. did the damn thing. For she sure. did. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that she also wasn't a contender. There's lots of strong snatch games this uh, this this go round. And Absolutely. a couple of, couple of floaters and um, two that are just runny, wet, hot shit. Right, Jocelyn Three, took actually. A, <laughs> Jocelyn took a character that really could have could have gone nowhere. I mean, a, a Real Housewife is sort of like it could have gone bad, but she had so many nuances. She was so funny, yeah, uh, and really did great. Um, who Trinity? Who was Trinity did bad. Trinity did bad. She was like, um, what? Well, didn't a girl do Kim K or somebody, and she was just really bad before? She didn't have boobs in one year. Somebody yeah. did a girl that was supposed to have big boobs and they didn't. If, when Naomi did Kim K or mm. something. Who did Naomi do on for Snatch? And it was bad. Oh. Uh, uh, she did Tiffany New York. On, yeah. All yeah. Size, and then it was like Tiffany. It, it was. I remember Naomi's just being like dead air and thinking like, really? You're so fun in person. Just be yourself. Yeah. I feel like if Trinity was just herself instead of worrying about like, you know who Nikki would have been and the changing your wig bit. It didn't help that she was sitting in Chad's spot doing Chad's gig because that's where Chad was sitting too. And like you, your, your first rule there is to be entertaining and changing your wig is not entertaining. So do your job. It's, it's not, it's not really a surprise like it was when Chad did it. I mean, it was it was very groundbreaking. And I have some advice for if you're out there, if you're an aspiring drag queen who thinks you're going to go into Snatch Game and, and it's going to be a breeze, don't use a mirror as your prop because it, it because Trinity, it also happened with um, Elliot with two Ts, it becomes your sort of crutch and you just escape to the mirror. Uh when you don't have anything to say or you don't have an answer. Like, don't hold a mirror as a prop on the Snatch Game. Don't do it. It's the kiss of death. Okay. Um, next don't week, or sorry, the next day at the Mirror Chats. Um, we mirror get a Chats! Moment, we get a moment between no. the people. <laughs> no mirrors. I don't want to see no any mirrors. goddamn mirrors. Cover the mirrors. Anymore. We're sitting Shiva. <sighs> Having said that, let's carry on with the mirror chats. <laughs> okay. So we get a moment where we find out more about Dela's uh, personal history that his mom passed away when he was 13. Yes. And his drag character helped inform him um, at, with teaching moments that have applied to his everyday life um, yes. because he felt unlovable because his mom was like the, that big supporter for him. And without her... I feel like he probably mothered himself with the Ben de la Creme character. Yeah, um, definitely. Smart, smart, smart person. The fact that he could um, apply that and that drag to his real world life and to make it better. Um, yeah. Bianca makes Adore's life better by helping her get her body together. Um, and yes. Bianca also in this episode is seen painting Laganja a little bit, doing some tight lining around the eyes or something. I don't know what. But um, well, anyone did you see that who, moment? Yes, anyone who has been in a dressing room with Bianca knows that she is always helping everybody out with this, whether you like it or not. Um, she will, she'll be like, "Your wig looks like shit. Sit down." When Bianca says, "Sit down," you know that she's gonna do an overhaul on your hair. It's and then she's like, to "You got a comb? Happen- Wait, no, you don't. Obviously, you would have used it." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was um, a very sweet moment. I also love the moment with Adora talking about her hog body and Courtney's like, well, maybe you just have a hog body. Maybe you do. <laughs> like, th- okay, I, I, Thanks, underst- <laughs> I understand. <laughs> the one of the one, one of the one sentences that Courtney has the whole mm-hmm. episode. 
one of the uh, one of the wonderful things that uh jinx's uh jinx's uh he's not he's more than an assistant i don't want to call him an assistant but kenny when jinx would used to have to get ready and she was a more um voluptuous gal they said they'd have to pig her into her corset like kenny pig me in and she just put her arms up pig me in well that comes from sharon sharon invented that phrase oh yeah come on pig me in uh, of course she did and it yes yeah, so now it has become uh a common phrase for getting corseted in i'll tell you what's not common all these gorgeous rupaul looks on the runway that's about to happen okay. um, rupaul says that the theme for the runway is night of a thousand ruse yeah she obviously can't count there's only nine people there um and michelle looks great as RuPaul. she does this hair i think matthew painted her yeah um, she looks insanely beautiful um and she looks like she's having fun yeah the other judges are santino Heather, Gillian, and yes. that's it. RuPaul looks amazing. This very side-swept, um, cool blonde with this yellow uh, fucking acid trip pattern on it. Beautiful. I love this. It's giving this. me 90s Baroque Versace Tropical mm, resort wear gown. Very that type. Very I love it. Type. Now, these other gowns, we're going to get to them right away because I am not pleased this what is... the fuck? What the fuck is going on with good? This okay, I'm glad that you're not pleased either. Let's get right into it. Jocelyn comes out with a black a black dress and a feather in her hair, and then they put up a picture of RuPaul in a dress. Nothing like this <laughs> with nothing in her hair. It's like Jocelyn was like, RuPaul would wear this, right? And then she went to the counter at cachet and said, "Yeah, I don't need a bag. I'll just put it in my TJ Maxx bag." Did they this spring is not, this on them, perhaps? Did they spring this runway no, on them? Because uh-uh, no Courtney one... knew. Courtney had her RuPaul outfit, so you know it wasn't sprung. And Gia had this dress made to look like RuPaul. Okay. And Milk. Okay. This was not a, this right. is what these yeah. girls chose. They chose this. Uh Gia looks fine. The gown is almost an exact replica, and RuPaul comments on it. The hair is very Kamora Hall. It's um, different. Mackie doll. It's, it has it's, a it has a black root, which RuPaul has only worn one time, and it wasn't with this dress. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. And RuPaul has more crimped hair when she wears this blue dress. I'm just thinking, like, if you're gonna do do it, yeah, a RuPaul, do it down to the detail. And Don't, there's so many iconic Ru looks that why are you choosing like some random thing? Like, oh, right. her in a black dress from a promo photo, like. I don't I don't get the Jocelyn thing. Um and G I understand it. But the dress comment, is fierce. Them calling her a crack whore and saying her lashes wonky, I, I don't, don't think like that. that was uh warranted at all. That's and I love Warren. Cherry Pie is one of my favorite songs. Um Darian goes Warrant. for a classic <laughs> Rue look. Um This is good. It's, this it's, is great. It's you know, oh, I'm gonna do this look, and she did it. Um no problems with it. And that's a very memorable, very like, uh, very iconic RuPaul moment. She looked yeah. really, really cool. I like that. Um, Laganja is doing the season four promo Ru, is except she? not gold. And except not the hair. Which. Right. I mean, I can I can clock this as an outfitter's wig, or I'm guessing. <laughs> Yeah, it's one this, of those big, big jumbo jackers they have right in the front window. This is this is not. It's I. It might be influenced by it. You would not clock that you're impersonating RuPaul in this, and that no. is the assignment. And um, a lot of these girls just did what they wanted. It seemed, and that was to their own detriment. Yes. Um, Bianca did this silver dress, which was age appropriate Ru, and it looks like Bianca. Yes, uh, it's it's close and it looks nice. Again, why can't we just do the, if you're doing the silver dress, why don't you do it where it's ruched in the center? I know that Bianca can make anything. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. The whole thing is perplexing to me and and not blonde hair. OK, all right. fine. I, I, 
it's fine. Yeah. And a door coming out <laughs> as in just this purple dress. Uh-huh. I mean, and then the picture that they show is like, well, um, this is kind of like what here's she's a, wearing. It's not at all dress. like she's wearing. And the hair is different. And like, it's no. Um, but she looks beautiful. And I'm, she. It just. it's clear she didn't understand the assignment. Trinity, again, looks beautiful. But this is not the dress that is supposed to look like RuPaul. Like, how hard is it? It's not hard. Right. I feel like... I feel like some of the girls were just like, well, RuPaul just wears a dress and she has hair. Um, So I'll just do that. I'll just like pick a really beautiful dress and um, put on a wig. And then I will, then me, well, I will be RuPaul. Yeah. Now these last three girls understood the assignment. Dela yes. has a yellow ruffle dress, which looks which has all the same characteristics of Rue's yellow feather dress, the <laughs> yes, same type does. of hair, the same size. Yes. It's, it's a, I'd say it's a nine out of 10 for me. Um, yes. I love it. Crushed Wonderful it. look. Courtney, beautiful, um, like angel come droplets, just a wonderful Bob Mackie-esque inspired vision um, with a cape that's, again, perfect almost. I'm going to give this a nine out of a 10 for, for RuPaul impersonation and a 10 out of 10 for looks because she's beautiful and the hair is perfect. And for um, creativity because she went, I'm not going to do like RuPaul from RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm going to do like OG, like fucking. Yeah. Like VH1 RuPaul. Fashion Awards. Yes. Like classic Ru that you know is Ru immediately by seeing it, which is yes. something that would have helped the other girls a bit. Why didn't somebody do Supermodel of the World with the Hello. red gloves and the and barrel like the, curls? Why not the Supermodel cover with the dripping thing in the middle with the pearl drops? Girl. Or like, wh- why not so many of the looks that she did on the VH1? Sh- There's so many things that I'm wondering about. I'm also wondering about Milk's workroom RuPaul, which was a brave choice because he saw what happened to Milan when she wore a suit. Yes. Um, I, I think that he marches to his own drum and um, sometime it might be... Um, a, um, a, a bongo drum that, you know, might not have a drumstick. I'm not really sure. I, it's, it's, for me, this is, this is costume. This doesn't give me drag. Okay. Okay. But. Does it in, give you drag? In comparison to some of the other looks, the level of detail that is executed in this is, I, I think the fact that a lot of the queens didn't do the assignment correctly made this look mo- like stand out more in a positive way because it actually looks like RuPaul. And he did a bald cap. He did it down to the detail, down to the letter. Uh, and that's why I think it was praiseable in this moment. But it's a drag show. Where's the drag? Putting on a bald cap and putting on foundation and... Wearing a men's suit, to me, that's not drag. And this is a drag show. It's in the title. It's not called RuPaul's Cosplay Race. It's called RuPaul's Drag Race. And Milk has been light on the drag in a couple instances. And was I, he light in these loafers that he was wearing? I've been to his OnlyFans. He's not light in anything. <laughs> um, Why don't we take a break? And um, then we'll really get into the nitty gritty of Courtney. Take your break, <laughs> Courtney. Take your break. I work hard for my blessed clientele. It's a gift for me to wear. Digest. <laughs> um, now is the moment where we dive deep this into is the, the down. Moment. <laughs> when the down under digest is about to start with Manila and Latrice. Um, they're gonna talk about what's going on down under. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of a little bit of cancel culture for our strife. Um, right. Lots of things. Down under. Um, a lot to talk about, so let's check in with the Down Under Digest. Check-in's not till three. You can wait in the lobby if you want. <laughs> you can wait in the lobby. Manila takes her pants off. Are you there for that one? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? Was this a bots tour moment? No, sometimes it happens that you get to a hotel after a fucking long haul flight and the room isn't going to be ready for two hours and then the girls get pissed. And so Manila was like, fine, I'm just going to bed right here in the lobby and took her pants off and <laughs> pulled her pants down and like laid down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that woman. Oh, that sounds like a bots moment for sure. It, it was. Um, yeah. The, the safe girls for this... <laughs> Did you throw it to a, to it or not? Yes, multiple times. You have multiple options. <laughs> this How is, many song parodies do we need? Is, we did Aida. We did is, Legally Blonde. You keep, you what else do you want? On the back of it, tell another story. My name is Patrice Royale, and I'm Manila Luzon, and this is your Down Under Digest on episode five of Drag Race Down Under. The library is open. Did these queens get shady enough for you, Latrice? They were kind of shady. They were. <laughs> <laughs> then the queens spread their talent for their own yeast spread commercial. Would you buy any of their spreads? No, but I'm. I might get like a free PR kit in the mail. I maybe maybe that way, but not buying it for sure. Plus, we get an important conversation on race. For more recaps of season one of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, check out the Chop every Thursday here on the Mom Network. Let me ask you, what Rue look would you do? Oh. What Rue look would I do? Oh, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I have an idea. I oh I would gosh. probably do her most recognizable look, which is her um her supermodel of the world album cover. It's a silver dress, high necked, like Jocelyn's dress, but not black. In the middle, it goes down to like a bead, a single bead in the center. Um, she's got like Simone's hair, kind of from her promo, but blonde. I would do classic, classic RuPaul, her most recognizable image, probably. What would you do, Alaska? I think, you know, I mean, I think the um, Supermodel of the World video is, I I would be concerned that other people would do it. I would want to do the the promo of Drag Race, the pink track suit, and then have two huge checkered flags. I'd have Max the body because he was the OG season one. This runway was um, a flop for me. Remember I was her? not happy. Flop, flop, looking oh, like a flop. That's my favorite oh, Rue hair. The, yeah. uh, the sort of, the it was the rock and roll challenge with the huge sort of mohawk braids. God, Matthew Anderson, the one. Absolutely. Um, Do you, have they done a redemption of Night of a Thousand RuPaul's as a runway? I, I, I don't recall that they have, but I think it's high time. World of Wonder, if you're listening, and I know you do. <laughs> um, I know you're deep friends of the pod. I think it's high time for a redemption of the Night of a Thousand RuPaul's runway because it's such a good one. I agree. Um, and I'd like to see some girls nowadays like really crush it. Um, I also agree with some of these judging critiques. Michelle says yeah. that Gia was flat. Rue says it wasn't funny. Santino is um, deplorable. He says she, she, him and Michelle both say crack whore and wonky lash and giggle about it. And it's like, you didn't have to go there, but they did because they're reality TV show judges. Yeah. Um, Laganja, they said, was giving chicken lady and didn't sound like <laughs> Rachel Zoe. And she admits to having a cheat sheet with the fra- that Rachel's catchphrases, and it still wasn't um, it wasn't silver, gold, or bronze. Well, she was thrown off by getting one upped by Bianca, um, and sometimes it's hard when when you're trying to be like funny and on, and you're getting you know overshadowed. Uh, so I mean, it happens. She, in the walk around, she did say she was quick on her toes. And then this happened because she was sitting down. She wasn't on her toes. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I get it. Um, Bianca is praised. Rue says, love that dress. Yes. Um, you can borrow it. You can borrow it, <laughs> fag. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of Adore? Um, I thought she could have won. There were a lot of good contenders. 
There were, but you know, the runway fell short, and so you know, it, fell short. It was, <laughs> it wasn't the moment. But I, uh, this is another birthplace of a catchphrase. Um, adore when walking the runway says, "I look fucking cool," which turned into a hit song that um that was a collaboration between myself and Adore. Um, it's a fabulous song. Um, I, I mean, I like Adore's look. It's not really RuPaul, but it's very Adore. And I love that fucking dress. And I actually want it with like mm. three inches sewn to the bottom. The, the Dela is praised. She is uh, told that they're obsessed with their look. She was the best one. Michelle offers a negative because it's her job. She says it was just another old lady character. What? Okay. Well, she was cast in a play as an old lady character. It's not. Okay. Whatever. Um, Milk. Um, uh, Michelle says, part of me is offended that you came out on the runway in pants. But the other part of me loves it. Uh, Yeah. And there's a little bit of discussion. Milk says, you know, like, I I never want to just come out and be a beauty lady. And Milk says, I want to be surprising. And then Santino offers, well, this actually wasn't surprising because it's what we come to expect from you. I like, I liked Milk's, uh, I liked Milk's runway. I liked it too. It was clean and beautiful and precise, but in a room full of RuPaul divas, why would you want to? dumb it down and dress like her as a man. RuPaul as a man is not exciting. RuPaul as a glamazon, exciting. And you're on a drag show, so why don't you do RuPaul in drag? I understand his drag and his perspective, and I respect it and really love a lot of his drag and the way his his brain works. But I'm, I, I don't think that this was the best tactic to win this, and he obviously didn't win, because your, your goal here is to impress the judges, and this did not impress them. A suit is not going to impress next to a gown, I think. That's why people like drag queens more than drag kings, because our outfits are better. Okay. Well, I think. I don't know. That might not be true. I went to a show with three drag queens the other, drag kings the other night, and it was great. Yeah. So I'm a little bit of a liar. And there was a girl named Barbara Brown skirt. She was really funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, and I mean, Gia definitely shares your sentiment and is very pissed um, and ends up in the bottom two with Laganja. Ben de la Creme wins the challenge and the prize is two couture outfits from Siren Latex. Mm-hmm. Um, one note is... Jillian Jacobs says, every time I hear a drag queen on this show say, I need to be true to myself, they go home. You could tell this bitch is watched because she oh, calls that fan. straight out. Straight yeah. out. She's a deep fan from like the first moment you can tell. She's like, yes, God, mama. Um, yes, God, mama, hunty boots. God, yes, Nessa. Do you have these boots in hunty size? <laughs> um, the lip sync song is... This is a, I mean, it's a, it's two powerhouse performers who are also dear friends, pulling out all the stops, giving it to us. Laganja's giving all the tricks, jumps, splits, dips, dips and dippity doodles. Gia does the longest reveal in history. She walks from the <laughs> front of the runway to the back of the runway with her dress unzipped. And yeah. then when she gets to the front, she pulls up a neckline that was probably bunched into her tit area and puts that on. It feels like a good 20 to 30 second reveal. She misses the whole second verse. Change her outfit. Change her around. around. Gia. Um, And after Gia loses, she goes to the back of the stage and says, you guys are all still dudes. Wow. Yeah. Because she's, you know, she's mad. She's heated. And she's not. She's letting have. She's letting it out. She's not holding it in. I mean, she I, came to compete in a drag show, and there's people not in drag there. So I would be pissed, too, that they weren't in the bottom, especially when their impression wasn't great either. Milk's Julia Childs was nothing to write home about. No, um, it was good. Sausage not even, drugs! <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, at least Gia was short and concise. I'd rather have something <laughs> bad and short than long and unfunny. 
Yeah. You know, but this is just what I think. It doesn't really matter because neither of them win this season. Um, oh my God, spoilers. Oh. It's, I would like to, I would like to spoil everybody on what our next segment is. It's time to get Bianca Del Real. Ooh. Real? Bianca Del Real? Oh my God. Well, like, yeah. I think I'm for this real. episode, we should just call it Baloney Time. <laughs> With need help packing, queen. <laughs> and honestly, if you did need help packing, I'm sure she would have one of those vacuum bags that like sealed everything perfect too. Because she is Bianca, so I, I would accept what, that. Help I want to see what her suitcases look like. How do you do drag? Just she, teach me. Someone she doesn't even know me. what they look like. It's, it, you unzip the first one, and then Jamie pops out, and then he unpacks the other three. Truly, truly, yeah. madly, deeply. Okay, so let's, let's, let's hear check what in she got Bianca. to say. Did you have any uh, alternates for Snatch Game? Who did you audition with, and uh, did you bring? Did they ask you to bring any extras? Um, I auditioned with Dora the Explorer, uh, but at the, I once again didn't know the rules that you can't do a specific type of. Mm. What was it? Is it? You can't do a, a character. Is that what it is? But you could do the person. You can't, yeah. yeah, you can't yeah. do a fictional character. Copyrighted they characters are, are out. Yeah. Did mm. uh, Did they tell you after you auditioned that you couldn't bring it, or did you find out when you got there? Ooh, I don't really remember. I think I had a Liza Minnelli bag, uh, like a, a wig and a little sequin jacket. Just like, okay, well, who could, who else could I play? And then Judge Judy just was like an obvious choice because Rue had done, I think, the season before Judge Rudy or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nobody's done that. And and it's that thing where you're like, at least Liza and Judy would work the game. You know what I mean? The, the yeah. characters yeah. themselves can actually work well. So it wasn't a visual. It was more of like who can be a cunt or be funny or be crazy <laughs> in the environment. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that. So I, I didn't bring Dora because we couldn't do it. Just to vific. Liza. Could you imagine? Me all coked out looking like Liza. Yeah. <laughs> And we're back from the BDR moment. Um, what happened in Untuck in the Forum Decor Lounge? Um, uh, well, a lot of things happen. Um, there are a few quote and quotables. Um, Trinity, okay, ooh, this is, Trinity is is upset because she thinks that Santino was making fun of her, her speech, um, her speech pattern while she was walking on the runway. Um, and then RuPaul cuts in on the untucked and says, now, now, wait a second. San- er, Santino was making fun of the way I speak because I say sensational sometimes. Uh, which I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have anything to weigh in on this. I don't, because I don't know, I don't know. And and if Santino was making fun of the way she she spoke, that would be warranted because she's the one that put the flipper in her mouth that makes her speak like that. So are is that allowed? Are we allowed to make fun of speech impediments in 2000 and uh She was 13? upset because she was walking quietly on the runway modeling and then he made a comment about the way she looked using he wasn't like repeating something she said. He just like came out of nowhere. So her perception was like he's bullying me. Yeah, he's an asshole. What are what <laughs> duh like she she's allowed to she's allowed to feel however she wants to feel and I'm glad yeah. she does and she was vocal about it. We do get some iconic moments from this untucked. This is when Bianca finally says, "If I wanted to come for you, I'd come to your room at night and cut your fucking wigs cut your up." Fucking wigs up. Um, um, I would love Bianca to come to my house that night and cut up my fucking wigs. <laughs> I, I think would the scissors would that. break. I've seen some of them. <laughs> You'd lose the scissors. It's like a razor cut. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I bet they'd come out looking fabulous. Um, um, Trinity reveals that she's HIV positive, and it, it and it's one of the biggest reasons she wanted to be on the show was to share her story and be an inspiration to other people, um, which I think is like a huge moment just for television in general. I mean, Billy Porter just recently like like um like shared this with the world and it's very it's it is very inspiring and i thought that was a really like amazing inspiring moment with um with trinity um let's see what else happened did you or did you not come for me (laughs) 
Oh, don't do all that, Gonge. Don't do all that. We're not going to do... That's very transparent to me, Gonge. We're not going to do all that. Mm-hmm. This is there that was, moment. This is there the moment. Was, there was a moment at some point that, it, that I'm not determined in time, and I don't I don't know when and exactly I can't pinpoint it, but I did feel like you came for me. No, no. Don't do yes. all that, yeah, Gonge. Well, I... <laughs> It's very uh, bad. And not the podcast. Shit's getting gaggy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, um. <laughs> what else happened? Oh, Darian has a good one. She says, honey, it is mind over matter. Pay them no mind because they don't matter. <laughs> Darian's a quick one. Why He's hasn't she one. been on All Stars? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Uh, like, again, there's, I think that. Are these girls too good? They're like, no, we can't have her because we we know she's gonna win. I'm really Some wondering. Girls just fucking say no. I think some girls are like deuces. I, <laughs> I do no. I do know a few girls that have said no because I mean, yes. If you say yes now, then you're locked into that um, that medieval feudal surf contract that they have you under, where right. you're where you're uh, strapped to the land for four years <laughs> to toil away. On the Voss trenches. Girl. Girl. Um, what else? Something else happened. Oh, the, the hallway conversation between Gia and Laganja. And you can tell that it's really nice to see Gia and Laganja like really forging a, a super strong friendship in this moment. I think they both see the writing on the wall and they know it's going to be them in the bottom and they're fucking upset and like going through it. And you see Gia, like, have a really soft moment in the hallway with Laganja and says, this is the moment that counts. I just don't get it. I don't get how they were the worst ones. I think there were other people who were worse. Um, but It was Bamboozle Tree. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's what All Stars is for. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser Classic <laughs> this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love, love, love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And if you want to take a moment, you can leave us a little rating, five stars for five stars. And you can make your way over to Instagram, where a surprise awaits you in your big pink furry Instagram accounts. At Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, at Mom Podcasts. Follow them all. They're nothing but a treasure trove. Mm-hmm. Look at Follow this every single one. There's uh, bonus content available at patreon.com slash Willem, mm-hmm. where we crack some jokes, we have some fun, we give some giggles. Um, you can search for that Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Chaser. And we just posted part two of us getting up in the gigs while reacting to reviews of the podcast, which you left. Some of you listened. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, it is quite yeah. entertaining. We we tell little jokes here and there. Um, you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And stay safe, get the mm-hmm. vax, socially distance yourself, and wear a mask if you still want to. Respect each other out in the world. Did, was that a typo, if you still want to? No, I think there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I got the vaccine, so I'm never wearing a mask again. But other people are like, I, I still feel more comfortable wearing a mask. Got so it. like, no shame in your game. Do what makes you feel comfortable. Exactly. Um, bye. Bye. By the way, you, by the way, you all are still dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.